right then. All right. Yeah, see, that's the right way around, isn't it? it well, they're not going to know that, are they? Well, it doesn't matter if they know that or not. The fact that you <sighs> said it first... Yeah, listen, I dared to say all right first, and he made me the... stop recording and start not again. the way we do things around here. Okay, Ruining you, my cheese. Didn't know you were such a stickler for the rules. It's not rules, it's just... Routine. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm segueing myself here, but speaking Expert. speaking of stickler for rules, um, I heard I was talking to um someone the other day, and uh, he was telling me about how he cheats the self service system. Um, uh, okay. And I felt like it was a bit of a, a moral conundrum, like I wasn't. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. And what he was saying is. He basically puts any item that he wants that's heavy through as a red onion. Okay. So the example that he gave was that he was buying a candle. The candle was £15. So he put it on the thing, pretended that the barcode didn't work, searched red onions, and it cost him like 90p. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) I, look, the thing is, sneak level one hundred. Yeah, but it's like I said. Okay, well, what else could it work for? And he's like, to be honest with you, I only do it with candles. I was like, okay, how many fucking candles are you buying? Number one, I was gonna say, is he like the candle pilfer? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but number two, I was like, that I feel I feel icky about that. I don't know if I could do that. It's dirty. It well, is. That, you must have heard about the guy that got caught stealing TVs. Um, he, was put, he was putting flat screen TVs through as, as exactly that. He was weighing them up as, like they say, onions or potatoes or whatever. Right. So they were coming out at like £6.50. He was paying £6.50 and walking out with like a 42-inch flat screen TV. But, but how did he, he think he was going to get away with it? <laughs> well, he did it three times in the same day. And on the third time, they sort of wised up to it. Because they were like, I'm sure that bloke bought a telly earlier. Well, did he go to the so, same shop? Yeah, of course he did. Oh, he's an what idiot. a fucking moron! Well, this is what people do. But I, honestly, it's it's weird, isn't it? Because you, can't, I kind of like to think that I'm not, you know, I'm fairly rebellious by nature. But I don't know that mm. I would do that. And I think what it comes down to <laughs> is, I couldn't handle the embarrassment of being caught. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? It's not so much the the. I mean, yeah, I don't agree with stealing. Fine. But it's more the fact that, like, imagine getting taken into, like, a little security office because you put a candle through as two red onions. Do you know what I mean? It's just, like, it'd be so embarrassing. And you and the thing is, because he was saying, oh, well, you could just play the innocent. It's like, well, what do you mean? You oh, How have you accidentally mistook a... <laughs> mistook, mistaken a candle for some fucking red onions? I mean, the first thing they'll do is just walk up and go, beep, yeah, the barcode works, mate. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mug your right off. Just pretty, yeah, just sit there with your pants around your ankles, like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Just be so <laughs> embarrassing. Be like, oh, well, we're going to let you go this time. And, like, your face goes up on a board somewhere. Do not trust the red onion man. <laughs> on a board. Yeah. Do not. Onion guy. Do not trust this man. No, it's funny actually because I, I heard another uh, story of criminal activity, but this one's yeah. a lot more sinister. Um, 
So it was. So I don't actually know this person. I heard it through someone else, and um, heard it through the grapevine. Absolutely, the criminal grapevine. Um, and <laughs> so this lady, let's call her Sue. So can I just can I just hold you up there? Yeah, the course. criminal grapevine <laughs> is either yeah. the best punk band that we never heard, <laughs> or your next best-selling novel. Because that's quite good. Anyway, carry on. No, I think it's got to be a funk band. Criminal, <laughs> cr- criminal grapevine. Um, so Sue's boyfriend or partner or whatever has gone, is going on holiday. He's gone on holiday. He's the SO. The SO is going away. Yeah, he's on holiday for a week, say. Okay. And um, towards the end of that week, Sue is in her bedroom and hears the front door go, like, open and someone come in. And he is not there. No. So she's like, oh, he must have come back early. So she's kind of getting her shit together. And she texts him like, oh, how come How come you didn't tell me you come back early? And he texts her back saying, I haven't. Right. So shit falls out. Yeah. So she starts thinking, fuck, there's someone in my flat. Like someone's broken into the flat while I'm in it. So she calls the police and kind of hides in her bedroom and oh she, my god, it's all getting very taken, isn't it? In it, right? And she hears the person leave and the door close. So she fucking bolts out and locks the door and waits for the police to arrive. Right. But the person doesn't take anything. What? They just move stuff around in the flat. Ah. Oh. So putting weird things in peculiar places, like a cushion in the microwave. Or what? A candle in the toilet. What are you talking about? Yeah. I would shit myself. <laughs> right, so one, how the fuck did they get in? Fuck knows. Like it's either a, no a lockpick. Yeah. <laughs> like a lockpick. <laughs> fucking you know, like a, an old in the form and... of lockpick. <laughs> <laughs> lockpick. Yeah. Or, like, they've got a key. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. So maybe it's someone they know. Possibly. Who thought, oh, this would be funny. I'm going to yeah. go in and do this. Well, that's what I thought. But who would have a key and would be doing that? Well, the that thing is, it, know? it sparks the conversation or the debate of if you rent a property, as we do, and you have, I don't know, some work being done when you're not there... And you, mm. your, you know, estate agents or whatever, or your landlord fucking has a key. They could give that key to anyone, and anyone mm. could take a copy of that key. And we, we kind of go through the the idea that most people are decent, most people are nice, and aren't going to do shit in your house. But <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know what I would do. I think I would. Go, I think I would address the situation and just go full. Like crazy, I just come like running, screaming. Just no, just screaming. Just oh, like, what? While they're still there? Yeah, you know, like when you when you see a bear, you're supposed to just make as much noise as possible to like scare it away. I think I would do that. Just run out, just like fuck, but make like a really high pitched wailing noise, or pretend like I'm a big bird. 
I just like start flapping <laughs> as I come towards it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you'd broken into someone's house just to move shit around and like some hairy <laughs> bloke comes <laughs> running at you squawking and flapping. You'd shit yourself. Yeah. So he he or she who'd broken in would shit themselves. So that's... Listeners, if anyone ever breaks into your house, don't barricade yourselves in the room. Just make yourself as big as possible. Maybe even just add some like sheets to make you look like you've got a bit of plumage <laughs> and just come running out of the room squawking and flapping. And that should as do the trick. As you can. <laughs> that should do the trick. <laughs> Episode 43. Yep, that's what it is. Can't think of anything for 43. Um, Diddly D, 43. <laughs> that's the best you're going to get. Okay. Not quite a jingle, but still. No. So we should talk about it. You know, uh, the yeah. thing that everyone's fucking on about. Yeah, I think we should. Coronavirus. Yeah. COVID. The COVID. <laughs> it's not the coronavirus, it's lethal it's the covid i mean that's one of the stupid things that i've heard i heard that the bit the corona beer sales have reduced by about 40 percent of course the same thing made of the same stuff that's why (laughs) i mean i don't know if the coronavirus is a flu-like virus Mm. or it just makes people utterly fucking stupid Because in that case, millions have got it. Mm. Because everyone's fucking retarded. This is just like swine flu or fucking bird flu or any of those flus. All the flus. It's like all the flus. If you're old, if you already have a medical condition which is cardiovascular or respiratory, you might fucking die. Yeah. If you're also very, very young with an autoimmune deficiency, you might die. Mm -hmm. But Otherwise, if you're a regular, healthy human, you're going to get a bit ill, and then you're not going to be ill anymore. You see, see, right. Hey, on, man. Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. What you don't need to do Mm. is go to Asda or Lidl or any other store Mm. which is stocking toilet paper Mm. and fucking buy it all. Yeah, Why is everyone... Piling fucking toilet paper. What are you planning on doing? Well, sh- we were just shitting about barric- yourself, shitting yourself <laughs> constantly. <laughs> this is it. The yeah. the, the coronavirus. The, the, the main thing that it does is it makes you just constantly have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. So you'll never. You'll be sleeping. You'll be shitting while you're sleeping. Yeah. You'll be eating and shitting at the same time. Get used to this because mm. going by the the piled trolleys full mm. of tissue toilet paper that everyone is taking. Uh, this is what is befalling all of us this is our our fate Mm. it's fucking stupid man it's driving me nuts I genuinely need (laughs) tissue like we've got none we just need to wipe our asses I went to four separate shops today Mm. and it's all sold out why? we were just talking about barricading doors everyone's going to barricade themselves in and we're going to live in our toilets for the next three months well look I think it's difficult because (sighs) (laughs) fucking do you feel a bit better now? I mean, we haven't even got to the hate list, but I'm going to come no. back to it. Yeah. Well, well, what I would say is, um, I think I'm I'm sort of duplicitous a little bit because in in on oh, the one, hang on, can I just can I just soak up duplicitous? Yeah, you're welcome. <sighs> oh, that's a fine. Yeah. 
find it. That's a tasty it's a very vintage, that is. Strong bouquet mm, of punch. Mm, uh, carry on. Pungent. Um, because, like, for the people that it could affect, mm. like, genuinely, you know, I know someone who has autoimmune issues. I have respiratory issues. My boss has respiratory issues and cardiovascular issues. We work in a fucking college. It's like a, it's like a hot bed, like a petri dish of germs. So <laughs> you know what I mean. Like so. So on the one hand, for the people that it could actually affect, and for the people who should be be cautious about it, I'm I'm totally I totally understand the the. Not the panic, but the, th- you know, just being cautious, right? But like you say, the people who are just losing their fucking minds um, and and tearing I've heard through. of people having so much hand sanitizer mm. that they are sanitizing their hand and their steering wheel in their car mm. before and after every journey. Mm. It's like... You- you I mean, unless someone with uh, coronavirus is licking the inside of the steering wheel, then this you're is what I mean. Okay. People are not licking door handles. Just before you eat, wash your hands. Yeah. You might want to do that after you go for a piss as well. Because I do that going anyway. by the amount of it'd be a bit, going by the amount of soap and shit that's been sold over the last yeah. two weeks, you think that no one was washing their hands. Yeah. No one's got soap in their fucking house. No, well, and I saw that there were people selling um hand sanitizer on ebay like a little bottle of hand sanitizer for like 30 quid and it's like look if you unless you have come into contact with someone with coronavirus or been somewhere where coronavirus has existed you're probably okay oh you're fine if you're cautious and you're clean you're probably okay however you're absolutely fine the thing that I actually wanted to talk to you about, the thing that I wanted to bring to the table is, it mm. was only this week that someone told me where the potential cause of coronavirus comes from. Wuhan. No, no, no. Not the place. The carrier of coronavirus. Fucking... Uh. Bats. No, it's it's no, it's bullshit. No, I know I know it's bullshit. I understand that it's bullshit, but somebody told me that that was one of the theories, one of the reasons. So I know that that's not the actual reason. However, I started to think about in in the sort of three and a half minutes before I'd verified the reason <laughs> for it. It Correct. was like. I hate bats. Everyone knows how much I hate bats. And if there ever needed to be a reason to hate <laughs> bats even more, it was this. But the the thing I want to talk about, there are places in the world, not saying it caused coronavirus, but there are places in the world that eat bats. Oh, yeah, this is... The they theory. eat them. No, they eat bats. No, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 don't brush past it. People are eating bats. Right, I'm sorry, mate, but you clearly have not seen a Taiwanese market. Because they're eating anything with a fucking heartbeat. It doesn't matter what it is. Eat anything else. Why are you eating bats? They are the worst. Yeah, but they got it all. You got your fried bat. You've got your uh, kebabbed scorpion. Fine. You've got your tree hugging. 
bug thing. You've got some fucking wombat children. Fine. You've got some unborn chicken fetus. Fine. It, it, some of the food is fucking disgusting. Yeah, but bats. Bat, bats are right up there. No, on no, no. The... <laughs> bats are not right up there. Bats is the ba- bats. Right. The thing is, the bats is they they are awful in every way, shape, and form. And well, they're quite majestic in a way. What I mean, is, with the sonar, I mean, if you watch them fly around at night, they can get quite close to you. That's close quite... to Can they? You could get attacked by one, like I did. <laughs> uh, you, you get attacked by one on multiple occasions. Do you know what I mean? They're a so delicacy. That you, they taste like chicken, mate. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. We don't need them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Ah, oh, i tell you what, i tell you what, if a, a bat broke into my house and started moving stuff around, there is no way that I would confront <laughs> it. A bloke, that that. creepy serial killer bloke, fine. Bat, no, I'm fucking out. I'm out. Done. I'm done. It's not happening. They're in my hair. It's not happening. <laughs> so we often talk about our... Uh, Heroes, our favourite chaps, our celebrities that get out of the, the death map situation and actually survive. Like, yeah. People like Dave Benson Phillips. Of course. People like Wolf from the Gladiators. People like... <laughs> Wolf. People... <laughs> Jet. Hunter. Exactly. Yeah. People like Les Dennis, who you have met. I have. So... I wanted to bring this to your attention. Mm. Les Dennis was trending on Twitter. Now, the reason he was trending is because someone put mm. up a post saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote it. Okay. But it's basically, someone has put, met Les Dennis today in the Brewers' Fair in Warrington. What a disappointment. Refused to have a picture of me and swore at my two-year-old son. Hashtag disappointed. Right? Three yeah. hours later, the same bloke put, this is easily my finest work. And then another hour after that, he put, it has rattled so many people, it's fantastic. Right. And his comments are relating to the way that everyone's replied to it. Now, obviously, it's bullshit. He never saw Les Dennis. He was nowhere near him. Right. And we know that's true because the first thing that happened was Les Dennis replied. <laughs> so was he the first reply? That's, <laughs> am- that's amazing. I am at home and have been all day. Don't lie. <laughs> now, Les's reaction sparked a further reaction within the replies to the original tweet. Right. So basically... Everyone is saying they saw Les Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And it's fucking ridiculous. So you've got one, I met Les Dennis in a cave in Colvin Bay. He refused to tie my laces for me as he claimed he didn't do freebies in dimly lit bat-infested Welsh holes. And then he kicked, and then he kicked my dog up the arse and threatened me if I didn't remove myself from the area. <laughs> That's amazing. Someone else put completely agree with you. My partner asked for a photo and he told us <laughs> he told the staff at Brewers Fair wouldn't prove. Not only that, he also told her that she shouldn't be in there, she'd lose weight. I've now removed my challenge TV subscription for the miserable bath. <laughs> challenge TV, haven't thought about that in twenty years. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Couldn't have been Les, someone says. He's banned us for that Brewers Fair after pissing the bar staff off one too many times. Constantly repeating, and I don't really know, as many times as he possibly can while they asked him what he was drinking. <laughs> oh, Les. Les kicked my baby. Then in, a, in, a, then in a frenzy, ate my scampi in a basket while making growling noises and lewd hand gestures. The manager of the Brewers Fair said, don't make any sudden movements. His vision is based on movement. <laughs> As an adage, he puts. He also refused <laughs> refused to agree to take my photo for a two hour photo shoot, complaining that his tea would go cold. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh man, that is I, fucking I met, wonderful. I met Dennis in a sex dungeon slash cocktail bar. He asked for a selfie, but my tie had become so dishevelled that he had to refuse. He was clearly disappointed because he loved his Negroni at the barman and had to be escorted from the building. <laughs> Fun fact, Les Dennis has a testicle that looks just like Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and it goes on. It goes on and on and on. And I just Mate. needed to tell you about it because, God damn it, Les. We love you, Les. The thing is, man, right, that <laughs> I love the idea <laughs> of Les Dennis at home just getting so pissed off. This is it. As soon as he things. said that, as soon as he said, no, he didn't. Don't lie. He didn't get it. He just didn't get oh, the joke whatsoever. And guy. everyone piled on as much as they could in the way that we expect society to react with it's, mocking. Yeah, well, you know, two, that's the thing, man. There's two things there. One is, listeners, if you're younger than about 30 and uh, or you're... <laughs> Wondering who the hell yeah, is listening. Or you're, you're one of our many international listeners, then go on YouTube and just, just search Les Dennis. No matter what video you pick, you won't be disappointed. But the other yeah. thing is, this is one of those moments in, in life. And, you know, social media gets a hard rap all the time. But this is one of those moments where it just behaves absolutely perfectly it's the way it should it's a well-oiled machine at this point it's absolutely wonderful <laughs> i can't wait to to uh dive into the les dennis <laughs> both on twitter and hopefully one day physically, physically. i'd love to dive yeah, into lovely. les dennis <laughs> we have met once so maybe you'll remember me <laughs> Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Piss, piss, piss. Just sit there and put it on your head. Let's... Beautiful. There we go. Dab hands at this now. Dab hands. Off you go, sir. <sighs> okay. I got a lot, so you better settle in. I have settled. Entry one, uh, quite a simple one. Pen smudge. <laughs> pen smudge. Yeah, I mean, we all know what that means. <laughs> Next, <laughs> um, people who say, <laughs> well, this is sort of this is sort of double pronged. People who ask for a drum roll, and then people who give them a drum roll. Oh God! Drum roll, please. It's like both Ugh. of you get on the fucking list. Um, and this is a real personal one to me because it happens to me quite regularly. Go on. People who hate... No, 
that's not true. I hate people who judge <laughs> special feature watchers. So you buy a DVD, you watch the film, and then after the film finishes, I start watching the special features because I want to know what happened. I want to know how it was shot. I want to see the interviews. And people think I'm mental, mental for wanting to watch special features. And I don't understand why. No, I, I, I don't know if it's just the fact that we like making stuff like that. But, but that's why it's there. I am also a special feature behind yeah. the scenes. Behind, I, want, I want some fucking behind the scenes. How the hell did they make that incredible piece of film? Yeah. Whatever I just watched. Absolutely, yeah, Fuck those guys. Yeah. Screw you if you don't watch special features. Absolutely. You're Get missing out. You are. You're a fucking loot. You're on the list. You're on the list. Listed. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to come back to this one because it's a bit of a story. Um. So. Okay. An empty. Um. I'm trying to decide. Honestly, sometimes when I look at my notes for the pod, it's like trying to crack <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Right, we've been here before, so come on, what does it say? I've said empty rest with someone seated next to you. So, must be armrest related. No, I don't think it is. I think it's miss. <laughs> oh, no, I know what it is. Okay, sorry about that. So, when you're anywhere, when you're sat somewhere... And there's nowhere, no one else around. Oh, no, that's it. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's a restaurant. That's what rest means. I've shortened it. I've shortened it. When you go to a restaurant and you say you get fucking (laughs) seated somewhere. I've cracked it. You get (laughs) seated. Okay, now that was a journey. Like Alan Turing, right? I'm glad everyone hung on for that. Have you all got your backpacks on? <laughs> Fuck me. Thanks, go listeners. Um, <laughs> you go to a restaurant, right? You walk in, you get seated. The restaurant is empty. It's empty. Right. Another person or people come in and they get seated in the seat in the table directly next to you. Oh, my God, that waiter needs to get in the fucking bin. <laughs> right? I know you've got your little section, and I get <sighs> that, and that's fine, but you don't have to put them r- literally right next to me. That is mental. Um, my Wait. next one is um, getting to the age where festival announcements make no sense. <laughs> I've seen lineups for festivals where I literally don't know who the fuck anyone is. It's like hieroglyphics. Honestly. Like, what do these mean? Yeah, it just feels like someone's just <laughs> randomly started jabbing at a keyboard. And then you're like, oh, okay. okay. So headlining, we have M.H. <laughs> yeah. After that, we have Biggles and the Bungles. Yeah. Next, we've <laughs> So like, what? The fuck? I know it makes no sense. People? It makes sense. And then you look online and they've sold like a billion records. You're like, wait, wait, yeah. who the nope, fuck? No idea. Don't um, know who you are. My, I've got two more left. The next cool. one um, is um, I'm having to take a little bit of a dig. Obviously, we have a podcast, and you know, I love our listeners. I love everything about it. But one thing I hate is is when a podcast that's really popular or far more popular than we are <laughs> has right. a a a moment in it which makes me want to die inside right well, uh, i'm going to give mean? you a specific example go on i was listening to a podcast and the podcast is sponsored by betting company a big betting company Okay. And it's a podcast which is um, exploring 
and talking about different uh, TV programs, and they have really big stars on there. And for legitimately five minutes, the one of the hosts of the podcast spoke to a woman who works at the betting company for five minutes discussing what the odds were for the next presenter of the Great British Bake Off. And I was like, who the fuck is listening to that? Why is that interesting? Oh, well, you know that um, fucking Anna uh, Anna Richardson's at five to four. It's like, wait. What a terrible way to do an advert. I don't. And look, I'm not suggesting that we are perfect. But come on. I hate that. that. Bullshit. It's absolutely and bullshit. My last one. If you're going to make a bet, make a bet about something fucking good. Uh, also, why would I want to listen to two people have a conversation about the odds of who's going to take over a terrible TV Literally, show? Literally, who cares? I know. Move on. I know. I hate it. Um, my last The odds one. of me caring. 100 to 1. <laughs> a billion to 1. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, fuck off. My last one is, um, and this kind of falls into a little bit of a story. Sorry, I've... I've I've bogarted this section thus far. Man, there's nothing but... left. You're just going to hand me, like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hand you a used condom. Like, there you go, mate. Try and, <laughs> oh, try geez, and get mate, something I'll just out swing of this yeah, yeah, An empty toothpaste tube. Um, <laughs> so I'm what I'm calling laundrette territorial stress. So as I've okay. said many times on the pod, I go to, I go to a laundrette to do my drying. You do. You've um, had some issues before. Yeah. Do my washing at home, go to the laundrette just to dry. I quite like it now because it's relaxing and you can't do anything. I've just got to sit there for however long I need to dry. Now, we've had some issues in the last couple of weeks because a lot of the dryers have been broken. That's been quite stressful, but they've all been fixed. I get in there. There's one other dude in there. I put my stuff in half an hour, put my money in, boom, and I'm sat doing some market. Within three minutes... 400 people get into the laundrette. <laughs> it's fucking mental, right? I thought right. it was one of those, um, what are those dance things where everyone just starts dancing? <laughs> like a flash mob. I thought it was a, you thought you'd been <laughs> flash mobbed in the laundrette. <laughs> I was looking around like, wait, do they all know something I don't? There's this guy that's in there. <clears throat> Firstly, he's got poor laundrette etiquette because he's got th- two dryers on the go. Oh, no. no. And he's no, got no. two dryers. He's got, there's like dryer my dryer another his dryer so he's like straddling my my drying what are you doing i know Why have it's you done this? terrible he spends legitimate so he puts <sighs> enough money in for it to be 25 minutes he spends the first and i timed it 11 minutes sit down <laughs> stand up sit down look at it, stand up Stand up, put his hand you on it, sit down. Him. Yeah, of course Why I fucking you timed him. him. Because because he was doing my nutting. <laughs> I was thinking, why don't you just sit down? Why are you so stressed about this? Like you know how you've put your clothes in, you put your money in, it's fucking drying it. And he's like putting his hand on the glass of the dryer and he's like getting annoyed because it's not hot enough. It's like, mate, you this doesn't need to be a stressful time. Does he understand how it works? Well, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like it generates heat as it revolves, therefore I, I, it, 
the longer it rolls, the hotter it gets. But the the, the stress was palpable, and then people coming in and the, <clears throat> excuse me, and the dryer's being full and getting annoyed about it. It's like, look, it's a Sunday in a laundrette, and you've left it two hours until close. It's gonna be busy, and people are like, oh, you're using that. How long is it gonna? Fucking. That's just like everyone just needs to calm the fuck down. This is my. This is the place that I come to to relax. It's warm. It smells good. I've got, I just sit and read. It's, it's cotton fresh. It's fucking great. And then it's these, ocean breezy in here. These troglodytes coming in, ruining my shit. Unacceptable. And then he stands in front of the dryer when my cycle finishes. And I'm like, I'm not going to say excuse me to him because he's been a, a dick for the whole time I've been it. So I just really passive aggressively opened my door onto him. <laughs> and he looked at me and I just, I just stared him dead in the eyes like, yeah, you fucking say something, mate. Come on, just say something. You have ruined the last half an hour of my life with your palpable laundrette stress. And you now you're standing in time. my fucking way while I'm trying to fall. And, and, and I, people were trying to get into the dryer. And I thought, no, 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 I'm going to take my motherfucking time. Um, I'm, uh, I'm balling the socks up. I'm folding the the t-shirts. I am taking my time, and people are getting more and more stressed. And the more stressed they're getting, the more time I'm taking. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> well, I've only really got one. Fucking hell, that was te- mate. Ten minutes of me. I mean, that is it is what it is. Too much. Go on. But the one I have is unfortunately something we've already spoke about. <laughs> Coronavirus, basically. It deserves a mention again. So, the thing that is on the list and will forever be on the list, corona or not, mm. is panic buying. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> the slightest social epidemic mm. sends everyone into a blind shopping panic. And it's always the same things. Like, normally, it's milk and bread. Everyone, oh, we got to start up on milk and bread. Bread lasts six days now. Just stock up on 20 loaves, mate, and throw 19 out, you fucking moron. No, because the people who are doing it have definitely got chest freezers. <laughs> yeah, frozen bread. In the bread. shed. Six months frozen bread. Ooh, that's nice, that bit of defrosted frozen bread. Ooh, I can't fucking wait for my soggy bread. I'm a duck. I'm a fucking duck, and I love it. No. And this, this toilet paper thing is just driving me fucking mental. The hand mm. sanitizer, the soap. People weren't washing their hands before. I fucking hate it. But instead of me ranting again, because I've already sort of done it, I have got one positive, which is a bit of a twist for this part of the the pod. Okay. So as with anything that happens now, there is a internet presence about it, and there is always a portion of that presence that just takes the piss out of it. Mm. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. So... I found a guy who is currently in China. Right. Who is an American Chinese guy, but he's quarantined. Right. He tested positive for coronavirus. Uh-huh. He's in good spirits about it. He says he feels all right. He's just basically got a horrible... A horrible what? Sorry, you cut out then. A horrible flu. Oh, okay. But he's, he feels like he's got a horrible flu, very lethargic, but generally not too bad. Going to be okay. Okay. So he made a song. Or, to be more specific, he made a cover of a song which is now based on the virus. Okay. 
my corona. Great. Great. <laughs> that is absolutely So he basically insane. sings about how I was in the Wuhan, Wuhan. Great. Walking through the market when I got my corona. Great. <laughs> and the thing is, it's, it feels legitimate coming from him because he's actually got it. So he's, exactly. not, he's not taking it's the piss. wonderful. Well, I, I can't believe I didn't tell this bit when we were talking about coronavirus, but there's a couple of headlines that I, and, and a couple of things I wanted to run past you. Can we bogart this part of the hate list for more coronavirus chat? Hate list is finished, right? That's gone now. Push it next. Uh, corona. It's um, my corona. Well, I think I can top that because the headline says heavy metal fan with coronavirus is down with the sickness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Local metaller Simon Williams has asked doctors to say he is down with the sickness after being diagnosed with coronavirus. Where is the sound effect? You got to hang on, hang on. Williams was rushed to hospital after developing a hacking cough, although medical professionals later discovered he was actually going voluntarily, <laughs> and him having coronavirus was completely coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I spent 25 minutes searching for that sound effect just so I could do that gag. I think it should be the official sound for coronavirus is just... Everyone is down with the sickness. Everyone's just running around doing that. But there was a, this, it was on a website called newsthump.com, listeners, if you want to check it out. Um, and we're under no, we're not being sponsored by them. But there was another headline which was really funny. Um, oh, God. Which takes a, a, a pokes fun at a very particular group of people. Um, Nation turns to Warhammer players for advice on how to stay at home for two weeks. <laughs> The article is really funny. It says, pungent men with severe vitamin D deficiency and a large collection of overpriced figurines are suddenly very much in demand as they are deemed the nation's greatest experts at staying indoors for weeks on end while they paint space goblins. Simon Williams, a reclusive Brightonian who calls himself the Warhound of Horus, explains that he was happy to tell people how to spend weeks inside with no human contact, but he was struggling with the sudden attention. He explained, I'm going to do a voice, my family has been calling me and recommending me to their friends, which is unusual as they used to claim I was living in Canada to explain my absence. So now I have people texting me asking me um, how to sort out food and avoid cabin fever. I like to be useful, but it's quite taxing as the only people I usually speak to are online and have names like Gunterbert and Arcoflagellant. <laughs> so there's just a little jokey pop there at, uh, at well, dudes who play <laughs> Warhammer. <laughs> Why not? Maltesers <clears throat> have brought out a biscuit, um, which is currently a pound for a packet of them. If you imagine a red rocky with bits of a Malteser in it, you can't go far wrong. So it has a full bosh of biscuit Yeah, in the bottom of it. It's hard to explain. It's kind of like two cylindrical... Bits of biscuit <laughs> put together 
Well, it's, it's hard to explain. I would, I could not recommend them more. If they're listening, can you give us a fucking endorsement, please, Maltese's biscuits? Because I mean, I you have my attention because hot damn, that sounds good. I mean, it probably would have been better um, if I'd have come in with maybe. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. <laughs> Maltesers have biscuits. <laughs> oh dear. So I don't really watch much daytime TV. No. Not often, anyway. No. Very much Netflix, now TV, movies. Epic. Yeah. TV, saga, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Anyway, the other day, my mum came. So she, sorry, she what? <laughs> she came round. What did I? <laughs> she just said, anyway, the other day, my mum come. Like, oh, good for her. <laughs> oh, did I cut out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not in the same room, by the way, <laughs> listeners, if you hadn't noticed. So, <laughs> I'm pleased. Uh, although my mum very well could have, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what she was up to before or after she was in my presence. But I can very much certify that there was no sexual activity when my mum was in my presence. Oh my god! Thanks good. for clarifying. <laughs> Just in case the listeners were thinking, hmm. You I never think know. It, but listen, I think <laughs> I think it's okay to want your parents to have a good time. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, so your mum came round. They're people just like you. Absolutely. Anyway, so my mother came to my house mm. and entered the house, sat down, and to placate, placate, main mother, we put the TV on. So I, I stuck on uh, ITV or whatever, and it was this morning. Mm. Now, I couldn't tell you the last time that I've watched this morning. I know that Schofield's on it because he's now part of the fucking furniture. Mm. He's never going anywhere. Mm. And I know that the, the Willabooby is on there, isn't mm-hmm. What I didn't know was going to be on there was a a bit. There was a section. Right. It was, it was like an in-the-field interview. Okay. I was not prepared for it. Okay. So, Alison Hammond, you know the one that was on Big Brother? Yes. Lady, that, I think she won it, maybe. Don't anyway, know. so she goes up to Liverpool to interview someone about the European Tree of the Year entry from the UK, right? Brilliant. That already, it's great. Yeah, of course. So, she, she starts coming out with all the fluff facts, the camera, you know, it's a thousand years old. She's talking to some old bloke who's worked there for 40 years and John Lennon lived across the road and he might have climbed this tree, hadn't he, Harold? And Harold saying, oh yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this goes on for about five minutes. Firstly, that is too long, but okay. Hang on. Because then, just as you think it's going to wrap up, she goes, right, I've got to leave you, Harold, because for a world first... I need to interview the tree. Okay. You heard me. Are you fucking serious? Alison Hammond proceeds to walk up to the tree (laughs) in which another lady comes in from off camera. And Alison then proceeds to 
introduce the lady as the interpreter. <laughs> the official title that she gives this lady, who is interpreting for a tree, wow. is the tree whisperer. <laughs> oh she my starts God. asking her questions. The, wow. the, the tree whisperer, this fucking ent, starts answering on behalf of the trees. And she's like the Lorax. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> she speaks for the trees. It, it keeps cutting back to studio. You've got Schofield and, and uh, Willoughby sat there just in amazement at this woman answering on behalf of the trees. Okay. So Schofield tries to catch her out. Hang on. He tried to catch her out. Mm. He says, okay, I'm going to ask the tree a question. And the, and, and the lady goes, oh, yeah, the tree would like that. <laughs> Talking on uh, it literally in the third person for the tree. He goes... What is your exact age? And she sort of stands there holding the tree for a split second. She goes, well, the tree says that trees don't measure time in the same way that we do, so that it wouldn't be able to tell you an exact age. Oh, so it's <laughs> a philosophical tree then, is and it? And he's like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I expected that. I expected nothing less from the tree. The tree... <laughs> The dream's like, well, I'll tell you what, Philip, um, time is not fixed, so it depends on the definition <laughs> of time. <laughs> I mean... What is this utter bullshit? But interviewing a tree for an ent. She was a fucking... The Lorax was speaking for the trees. Right. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and I laughed my bollocks off. Which is totally understandable. But the question I've got then is, was the the tree whisperer... Was was she? I mean, that's just funny. Was she being legit? Like, was she? Oh no, mate. She was a hundred percent down the line. She right. is hoping to get other tree whispering gigs. <laughs> She's thinking this is a big break. There Fuck. is absolutely no hint of irony. It love, was pure, like, true acting. I love the idea of the tree being like, "That's not what I fucking said." <laughs> She's just making it up. He's there like, oh, this might be, oh, it could be European tree of the year. This is going to be brilliant. In fact, he's a scouse tree. So, oh, this would be fucking great. Mate. Oh, this be fucking great. This, uh, <laughs> and then oh, she's like, white. she's just some Danish woman just starts Jesus answering on your Christ. behalf. Hey, I didn't fucking say that. <laughs> and the thing is, millions of fucking people watch it. Oh, it's, it's, it was utter trick. It's, I've never watched something so It's so ridiculous. frustrating, isn't it, that people actually watch that? So and they could be listening to the babblement. Exactly. Or talking with us on at Babblement Pod on many social media platforms. Yeah. All the babbles. So I've noticed something. What you noticed? In films or TV. When a couple is getting ready for bed, often the female character is applying hand cream to her hands. Right. I've never seen it in real life. <laughs> I've lived Have with you not? I've lived with multiple women, not in like a harem, but in in <laughs> at various points in my life, and I've never seen a woman sort of meticulously and religiously put hand cream on before she goes to sleep. And 
I started once you notice it, you realize there's so many movies where just as they're getting into bed, the female character is rubbing her fucking hands together. So it got me thinking. What else is there in movies that never happen in real life? And I've managed to find a few. And you know I love a list. I haven't done a list for a while. Oh, yes. So if you'll allow me. I'm allowing it. Five machine guns. Nobody gets shot. (laughs) Right. Emptying magazine after magazine after magazine. Nobody's (laughs) dead. Why have you got a gun if you can't shoot it? Leaving the house without even touching the breakfast that your mum makes. No. She'd have, she'd have killed me. If a girl is arguing... Well, more with, to the point, you just shove as much as you can in your face. Yeah, of course. You pick up one of everything. Of course. If your partner is arguing with you in real life and you kiss them to shut them up, they'll most likely not appreciate it. <laughs> and you're more than likely to get a punch in the face. Car chases never encounter traffic jams. Yeah, that's the thing. A real car chase in London lasts exactly three and a half seconds. Yeah. Because they go, right, hey, on, mate, we've got to stop and wait for these, for these lights to change. Yeah, preposterous. Get a phone call. Turn on the TV. The person turns on the TV. Exactly the correct station at the beginning of the news story that the person called about. <laughs> Unbelievable. When you get out of bed after having sex and your underwear is still on. No. Never going to happen. Not only that, you wouldn't have been able to find it. No, of course not. The minute you take up pre-sex underwear are a mythological thing. Because (laughs) you had them before you started sex. And then you took them off at some point. And then they disappeared. Yeah. They're in an ethereal plane somewhere. You'll never find them again. Parallel universe, just with like pre-sex underwear. They were like, "Hey man, how did you get here?" Well, we started fucking, and I just ended up here. (laughs) Uh, Boarding a plane after the gate is closed. Nope. Um, (laughs) Absolutely not. A zillion lit candles. Who lights them all? Why does no one worry about fire? When did you buy them all? How come the first ones haven't finished burning by the time you get to the last ones? What about the heat? How long would it take to light them all? Dreaming of kissing a beautiful woman, but you're actually being licked by a dog. (laughs) Yeah, that happens all the time. A person going from drunk to sober in five minutes because they drank a cup of black coffee. Absolutely not. Anonymous, um, sorry, anyone living any kind of happy morning scenario before school or work. (laughs) Not going to happen. I mean, it's possible, but... Yeah. Yeah. the phone only rings to move the plot along. In real life, <laughs> phones only ring due to scammers or bots. Yeah, well, yeah. You never get a human anymore. Having more than human. two best friends that le- live conveniently next door. Nope. Simultaneous orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's just, you know... <laughs> People cough, and it's always indicative of an incoming terminal illness. A phone rings, and it's terrible or pertinent news. In real life, people cough because there's something tickling their throat or because they swallowed something funny. You answer a phone call, and Liz is trying to sell you a cheap stay somewhere, and even though you've told the cunt to fuck off more than three times in the last month. Skype streams with 1080p clarity and 120 frames per second. 
absolutely not. That is fabrication. <laughs> no one makes a mistake on a keyboard or have to backspace. Movie characters get on it in the first shot, whether it's sending a text or hacking into the Pentagon. It's immediately like, clicky click, boom. Yeah, it's like, oh, the, if it was real life, it'd be clicky click, click, boom. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. it with a little asterisk. It's just it's spelling. No post-sex cleanup. Yeah, exactly. Again, yeah. pants have disappeared, so you just clean, you've got new pants on. Whenever people play something back, be it a tape recorder, video recording, or whatever, they can always fast-forward or rewind to exactly the point they want with perfect <laughs> accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fallacy. Um, I wish I had that power. It's a superpower. Yeah, yeah. Um, any woman who becomes popular after taking down their ponytail, removing their nerdy glasses, <laughs> which would, yeah, I mean, would never ever happen. Characters can hear every word of dialogue perfectly in an incredibly noisy environment. Yeah. The mother of the house has spent four hours making breakfast for the whole family, like three and a half million ingredients that cover the entire kitchen table and the dad or son or whatever walks by, grabs an apple and says they don't have time to eat because they're late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. You're 20 minutes late and you're full. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, which I, which I really like, um, is uh, a person can go from drunk... Oh, no, I've said that one, sorry. Um to have uh, when a girl is the main protagonist doesn't like the male protagonist back so the main protagonist bothers and stalks her for so long she finally falls in love with him in real life she'd probably call the police yes probably which is very true so I thought I'd share a little listy poo with you there I liked it I like that a lot good it's so true though. there's so many stupid things in films yeah films are dumb films are dumb everything's fucking dumb Ainsley Harriet. Oh. <laughs> a fine example of a man. Yeah, he is. You may remember him from Ready Steady Cook. I do, ve vehemently. So, when I saw Ready Steady Cook had returned mm. to television, yeah. I actually took note and seek it out. Seek it. Sort it out. No, I seek it. I seek it. <laughs> <laughs> Seekedist. It's okay, listeners, I'm here. I seekedist it. <laughs> and I founded it. But it's a good job you're pretty, man. Too, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, when I found it, no Ainsley. That's the key point here, okay? All of that. For that. <laughs> no fucking Ainsley. Oh, what? I mean, I what's he doing then? <laughs> what's Who's so important? Ainsley's just sat about like, no, I ain't got time for any series I don't, Yeah, I don't believe no, that for one fucking second. It's because someone else has nudged him out. Who? Ryland. Are you kidding me? No. Not only has Ryland, who you may know from Big Brother fame, <laughs> and pretty much everything else. <laughs> right, hang on, else, hang on. Right, we've got to pause here. How often do you think we talk about celebrities that a majority of people listening to this show wouldn't have a fucking clue who we're talking about? All we dedicate. This could be the kind of <laughs> old shit celebrity podcast. This is the D-list podcast. So tell me more about Izzy Harriet. <clears throat> well, I can't because he's no. not on TV. Except Ryland's taken over. Mm. He's also doing 
supermarket sweep. Who Ryland is? Yeah. Jesus. He's like the revival king. Well, is Dale Winton not doing... I know, he's dead, isn't he? Uh, nah, well, yeah, because there's a slight issue. Oh, fuck. I, that wasn't meant to be a joke. I completely forgot. Rest in peace, Dale. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah. He's unavailable, unfortunately. <laughs> Moving on, so, I'm just going to double down on how angry I am that Ainsley Harriet is no longer on Ready Steady Cook. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a travesty. Firstly, why is Ryan getting all the good kicks? Secondly, <laughs> where's Ainsley? Yeah. Thirdly, some podcasts interview people like Greta Thunberg and, you know, some of the most important people in the world. And they we're do. worried about Ainsley Harriet. We're concentrating on the important issues that everyone seems to be neglecting. Mm. If you know where Ainsley Harriet is, please contact the Babblement at babblementpod at gmail.com or at babblementpod on either Instagram or Twitter. Or, in fact, if you are Ainsley Harriet yourself, please do get in contact, Ainsley. We'd love to hear what you're doing. (laughs) Fucking hell. We're the only ones worried about Ainsley Harriet's whereabouts. His fucking family don't even care where he is. They're not interested, mate. They're not fucking interested. (laughs) Your aero chocolate bubble is a bit claggy. <laughs> That's what I find with the old um, the twirls. Can't handle a twirl, mate. Too claggy. No, twirls are pretty good. Nah, too claggy for me. To the t- Better twirl. than the flake. Nah, the, the flake f- is, is like the incendiary grenade <laughs> of the chocolate world. The minute you bite into it, it just goes boom! And there's chocolate fucking everywhere. <laughs> At least the twirl is contained. <laughs> I don't know, because the twirl, to me, the twirl, because let's face it, the twirl is a flake wrapped in chocolate. That's what I mean, it contains the flake. But I find that the containment makes it too dense for me to to properly appreciate. And once it starts to clag, that's it. I can't. That's why if you have an arrow or a whisper... Because whispers are great too. You need a mint, mint arrow, mint whisper. Because the Absolutely mint, not. I know you don't like mint chocolate, but the mintiness kind of retracts from the clagginess. There's a nice, there's a nicer <laughs> balance on your palate. I don't know the way this conversation. <laughs> but you still schnurfled and have a bit of fucking arrow. I did because I like the clag. Uh, I can hear the clag as well. It's really distressing. Yeah, it's like. Like guttural, glottal kind of blah, blah, blah. There we go. Okay. Done now. Okay. I'm keeping that in, by the way. Good. <laughs> Lee has a question from a listener. Oh my god. I know. How has this happened? Contacted me. Oh my god. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Finally. Bloody hell. I can bring something from one of you to the table. Shit. So, well, I say it was a question. 
it's more a statement than a question. So you bring a listener question, but it's not a listener question, it's a listener statement. We don't want them fucking giving statements, it's not their platform. Just listen. Okay. So it's framed as such. Mm -hmm. Who's it from? Wait, who's it from? It's from... R. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Hey, R. A-R-E, R. Oh, what a great name. <laughs> Fucking hell. Go on. So what does R say? It says, manscaping. Mm. Do you have any experiences, good or bad? So it is a question. Mm. Do you? Yes. Is it good or bad? Both. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. I, I also do. Okay, well, okay. Uh, firstly, great question. I think manscaping is really important. Um, topiary, Agreed. you know, pubic topiary in general, I think is quite <laughs> important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, I've had situations where I've where I've nicked a, a bit of scrot. Um, it's quite difficult to to. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite difficult to get close sometimes, um, especially, you know, the older you get, gents, your testicle skin is replicant of a wet chamois leather. So so sometimes <laughs> it is quite tricky to, get, to get close to oh the mark. Oh, my God. But yeah, Rumpled I've, leather. Yeah, I've nicked, I've nicked here and there. Um, I mean, I agree. Manscaping mm. is... It's something that you should take care of. It's hair like anywhere else on your head, except it turns into fucking wild wool mm. after a certain age. Yeah, so, it's like Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid's beard. Mm. So I am quite penis the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Butt so beak. I, um... <laughs> Butt beak. <laughs> Butt beak. Oh, let's take him off here, you know? <laughs> Go on, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, so, tell me yeah. about your pubes. Uh, well, I'm going to say I'm quite the groinal arborist, so <laughs> I have taken care of myself down there. But Good. there have been two occasions, I would say, when it has been wholly negative. Okay. So, one. Uh-huh. A friend stag do, in fact, one you went to. Yeah. Airsoft. <laughs> yes. You remember that one. I so we went and did an airsoft day for a friend stag do, and it was in like an old disused military building. So you went downstairs into like these rat run tunnels and it was mm. like a full on like close quarters military affair. Brilliant. And for listeners who don't know what airsoft is, it's essentially paintball, but instead of firing paintballs, you fire little plastic pellets at about 200 metres a second. So it's good fun. Yeah, it's little ball bearings. It's yeah, agony. It is. <laughs> anyway... So to to just compend my agony, I had decided that in the morning I was going to shave my balls. And I basically left just enough hair for it to be so irritating that I couldn't think of anything else throughout the day. So it's like your ball bag and your pants are like Velcroed together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Agony at all times. Mm. So don't... You know, one out of ten do not recommend. But the worst manscaping experience I ever had mm. 
was with well, I was a lot younger and I, I was going out with a girl and she thought it would be somewhat romantic in a way Bone. to have the trust oh, no. to shave for me because Why believe it or not at this point that? I'd never done it and I went I'm not really sure about this and she was like honestly just trust me I'll tidy it up I'll do it to myself so basically she was sick and tired of the pubes so she just wanted to shave them and was th- I'm, I'm going to turn so. it into a romantic thing so. Right, okay. so starts at the top everything shaved off fine all good got to the balls did, wait did you go like full Kojak so we are going Porn star short everywhere. Okay. I.e. nothing. Yeah, yeah. No hair I mean, left. I do understand what you meant. Absolutely <laughs> skin tight bare. Okay. To where we can. Like Michael Stipe. Yes. Apart from not the stripe over the eyes, but go on. But we are not using some sort of protected, built for purpose razor. We are using a lady shave that has zero blade guard on it. The first time my skin got caught, it was on one of my testicles, and I winced. I made a noise like a dog being kicked. The second time my balls got caught, because don't worry, it's not going to happen again. That was an accident. Oh, it's not God. It's not something that's ever happened before when I've been shaving my legs or my bits or anything like that. I'm sorry. It's fine. The second time, it was on that stretch of skin. Now, you may, if you know a penis anatomy, know that there's a stretch of skin that joins the balls to the cock. Tink! Straight across that. At Tink. that point, I took the razor, I threw it to the ground and said... This is not continuing. And that was the end of the romantic ball shaving experience. <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> wow. I'm done with this bullshit. Wow. Yeah, never again. <clears throat> and, 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 you know, I never, I've got a thing about razors. I don't like shaving. And I think it will get, I think I'm actually scarred. It's like, nah. I see someone come out with a lady shave. I just hit the deck. Start fucking crying my eyes out. I mean, I think our, female listeners um would probably tell us to shut the fuck up um, yeah man up. because and and again it's it's look, we're not trying to um push an agenda of a particular style of thatch it's entirely up to you what you decide to do with your pubis but um <laughs> there are women out there a lot of women a lot of women who have to shave their own asshole and I yep. honestly don't know. I can barely shave my face. That's why I don't. Because I just, I always fuck <laughs> it up. I always take it a little bit too short. Now, look, I know on a bumhole, you're not adding in grades or skin fades and stuff. I understand there is a difference. But I mean, how, women, how do, how, do, how does one shave one's asshole? That is the question. Uh, that's the question that R should have asked because. <laughs> I listeners if you ladies listen listen look and listen 
tell us, please get in contact with us. I want to know how do you shave your asshole? I, I I'm in awe of you. Do you I've go got for so the much shave? respect. Do you no, go no. for the wax? Yeah, yeah. Do you go for the bleach? What do you do? What do What's you your do? Choice? Or do you do nothing? If you do nothing, that's absolutely cool. We don't want to hear about well, it then, because that doesn't anyone, answer our question. I want to know how you take care of your bumhole. <laughs> yeah, or male. It's not something got any, I've ever done. I wash it. Other gentlemen, listeners, if you do anything, if you shave your 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 anus, <laughs> can you please tell us how? What have we become? I don't want we to do declining. it, but I'm just. Are... I really want to know. I'm, I've got an inquisitive mind. <laughs> Well, we're at the end, and mm. to be honest, mm-hmm. it's not. It hasn't been a journey; it's been an experience. Yeah, it has. It's been a. It's been a. Um, a toboggan ride. It's been a rapidly de- declining sled into an abyss. <laughs> well, let's not break your winning formula then, because I've got something for you. Okay, yeah, let's let's wrap this up. What you got? I want to talk to you about a leaflet. Because quite <laughs> frankly, we don't talk enough about leaflets, okay? Uh, well, it's a pressing issue. All right. So, yeah, bring it, bring it. Now, what this leaflet is a real leaflet. Good. And it's 101 ways to show someone that you love them other than having sex. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Now, this is a real thing. Obviously, I'm not going to read all 101, so I'm going to read you a selection, and I'm going to leave out the, the what I believe are the two best suggestions. So, listeners, this is educational for you too. If you're if you want to show someone that you love them, but you don't feel ready to have sex, here are some of the things that you can do. Number one, give them your last chocolate. N- number two, say I love you. I mean, that's a good start. Number three, go on a love boat. (laughs) Love boat. (laughs) Go on a love boat. Do we live at a fucking carnival? What are you talking about? Where the fuck do you find a love boat now? I know, the stress that that would cause. You might as well just fuck them. Um, Number four, share a gingerbread man. Number five... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that old sign of love yeah share a gingerbread man. man number five tickle them which I mean I mean you'll get a straight kick in the face if you tickle anyone 100% pick them a flower send them a romantic text flirt fine yeah. kiss yeah. when people aren't looking <laughs> okay I mean do they know about this are they happy with it or? name a star after them Take them to places that would mean a lot to them. Watch a romantic film together. Organise... Oh, no, wait. Sorry, I was going to roll into this one. Sorry. Take them back to the place where you first met. Organise an I love you message out of the back of a plane. (laughs) Then the next one, help them with their problems. It's like, come on, there's a bit of a discrepancy between them. Let's decide where we're going with this. Do I need a bank account opened? Well... Let's find out. Go for a romantic walk on the beach. Give them loving cuddles, even in the street. 
make sure they are safe. Get their name temporarily tattooed on your body. What? <laughs> Write a poem using their name as a subject. Oh, God. Make them a walkway to a, to a dinner table using roses and candles. Buy them a piece of the moon. Buy them a kinder egg and hide a ring inside. Compliment them and make them feel special. Go paddling on a summer's day together. Walk a thousand miles for one of their oh. smiles. Leave romantic <laughs> notes on their pillows. Cuddle each other and fall asleep in front of a fire. Hold their hand. Drive for two hours just to see them for one. Write their name in the sand. Run them a bath. Learn how to say I love you in ten different languages. Make a playlist for them. Parachute together. Write their <laughs> name with a sparkler. Hang on, hang on. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, what was there one Back in up. there that seemed a little bit strange? Back up three. Okay. And just read them in order again for me. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Learn to say I love you in 10 different languages. Make a playlist Google, for them. Spotify, for easy. Parachute together. Write their Fuck name with... off. Oh, okay. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, is that what the one? You, That's the most romantic thing to say that you love someone you could possibly do is throw them out of a plane. No, no, no. Throw yourself out of a plane <laughs> with them. Um, <laughs> write their name with a sparkler. Throw them a surprise party. Talk every day. Listen to love songs together. Do something fun and have a laugh together. Support support, and offer them advice. Share strawberries dipped in chocolate. Share secrets. Decorate their room slash house in all their favourite things. Take them on surprise trips. Hold them and let, you, let them know you care. Send them flowers at college or work. And then there's a couple more. Are you ready? Yeah, I'll go on. Suck their toes. Hang on a minute. Yeah. That took a turn, didn't it? Suck their toes. Sorry, that's sandwiched in between compliment them and make them feel special and go paddling on a summer's day together. So So in between that, we don't mind sucking on toes. Absolutely. I and, mean <clears throat> And in between <laughs> learn to say I love you in ten different languages. Uh, and make a playlist for them is yeah. um, propose marriage. Oh, yeah, you know the Christian way. Yeah, but I Did think look, a twelve-year-old develop this leaflet that you held uh, in your hand. I don't know because I mean, one thing that is missing, and the most important thing that any of us can do to show that we love someone, is um, listen to Michael Bolton together. Oh, or listen to the, the song I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. Exactly. Not a dry eye in the fucking house. <laughs> if you have any ways that... <laughs> if you have any advice on how to tell someone you love them uh, without actually having sex, then please do get in contact at the babblement uh, com slash forward babbles kiss dot dot x dot pdf slash oh enough enough i think I've, they've had enough of us margarine okay <laughs> so 
smother yourself in margarine. I know you take what is missing from the fucking list. Shave each other's pubic hair. Oh, absolutely fucking not. Just don't nick their ball bag, otherwise they'll talk about it on a podcast twenty years later. Damn right they will. Yeah. God. Beautiful. Bye. Toodle pip. <laughs>